The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. And we're back here and analyze this. And before I uh, bring in uh, Mr. Curran uh, to talk about the Brawlhalla gaming tournament that's going to take place at UVI, let me do some programming notes for tonight. Friday, January 19th, 2024, here on Channel 12. We got the PBS News Hour from 7 to 8. We got Consuelo Mackwell track from 8 to 8.30 in conversation with AARPVI. From 8.30 to 9, and 9 to 9.30, Washington Week with the Atlantic. And then 9.30, firing line with Margaret Hoover. Right? So, um, from Consuelo Mac to the in, to the AARP, the conversation, Washington Week and firing line, all half-hour gigs, right? From 8 to 10 o'clock, four of them. And it's going to be that way till I believe, about March or when time turned back. And then, uh, from 10 to midnight, Ben Franklin, right? After success as a Philadelphia printer. Benjamin Franklin earns worldwide fame in science before a turn to politics divides his family. And that's a two-hour deal from 10 to 12. And then, of course, I'm important company uh, at midnight, typically 11, but time turn back, right? So just to recap this, and I want to say something about Ben, ben Franklin when I'm done, right? PBS NewsHour, 7 to 8. The four half-hour shows from 8 to 10, right? Consuelo Mack in conversation, Washington Week and Firing Line. And then Ben Franklin uh, from 10 to 12. Let me tell you something, right? Uh, you know that you know, we got a love affair with our homeboy, Alexander Hamilton, right? Uh, I'll tell you something. As it relates to the most influential founding father, right? If, if, you, if, you hear, if you ever get in a conversation and, and this topic comes up, you tell them that, well, I hear a man named Neville James. <clears throat> and he believed that out of all of the Franklin fathers, Thomas Jefferson, James Madison, George Washington, Alexander Hamilton, what have you, Benjamin Rush, all them, right? Ben Franklin is the most influential Franklin father of them all. Right? And we're going to have that discussion at some point down the road. Trust me with that one. Right? Ben Franklin, whenever, whenever America had a problem, we can remember Francis who helped out America when we wanted to let England know the game done. It was Ben that was the man that used to go to France to quash everything and make sure everything was smooth and the country running good. Okay? So trust me that one there. Ben, right? That's why, right? If you watch all of the, all of the U.S. money, somebody done a $100 bill. And that's Ben. And Ben won a president. So that let you know how big Ben was. You know what I'm saying? So... Uh, well, we'll have a discussion about that. You know, I like the history and all that stuff, so we have some fun. But now, we're going to focus on Mr. Curran, because we got him here for a segment, uh, at the least. Uh, first of all, um, good morning, Marcus Curran, UVI student, and welcome to Analyze This. Speaking to the microphone, sir. <clears throat> morning, morning. Uh, thank you so much for having me. What's up, man? Who, who is Marcus Curran? Well, uh, this morning today, uh, I am Marcus Curran, coming as a member of Empower Esports VI team. Mm -hmm. I'm here to promote uh, the gaming tournament going on next month. At UVI? Yes, sir. Um, it's going to be in the UVI Great Hall on February 10th. Are you a student at UVI, sir? Yes, sir. What year are you in? Uh, I'm a junior. I'm, I'm in my junior year. What school do you want to? 
Um, Where'd you I, graduate from? I graduated from Good Hope Country Day School. Good Hope Country Day. Yes, sir. Private school child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when I moved here, so I went. Uh, you came here when? Uh, I came here when, when I turned 14. So you just reached that idea then, a couple of years yeah. ago? Well, I'm 21 now, so oh, <laughs> it's, okay, it's, it's, okay, it's been a okay. bit of time. Okay, okay. Mm. So you graduated 2021? Yes, sir. And you came here four years before that? Uh, three years before that. So you came after the hurricane? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I came, well, I had been on St. Croix living with my grandma before that. Before, um, before the hurricane yeah. hit? So you were here You, you, you were here when Maria hit? I, no, I wasn't here. I was in the States. You was in the States? Um, yeah, and I wanted to come. My, my dad came back and helped out um, with the cleanup efforts and whatnot. Okay. Uh, but sadly, I had to go to school. So. Sadly. Nah, yeah. man. This is, the best, oh, yeah. yo, yo, this is the best time of your life, man. Mm-hmm. So where in the States were you? Uh, I was in Virginia. Yeah? Yes, sir. What part of Virginia? Uh, southeastern Virginia, Norfolk. Norfolk. Mm-hmm. What's it like down there, man? Because we got a lot of a lot of Virgin Islands that went to school yeah, in Nor- Norfolk State, many, Hampton, yeah. all that stuff. What's it like down there? Tell uh, the tell the public what Norfolk is. It's like, great. Man. Um, you'll find a you'll find a big Virgin Islands community there. Mm-hmm. Um, just a big cultural community there in general. Um, mm-hmm. anything you want to do in Virginia, you can do. Um, it's a military place, so it's very diverse. Um, mm-hmm. and the climate is moderate, so it's warm in the spring. And so so you you got the Chesapeake. Is the Chesapeake Bay? That's yes, sir. Right, mm-hmm. that's in between, right? Yep. Which is north of the bay, which is south? Virginia Beach is where? Virginia Beach is... Okay, so Chesapeake Bay is really to the east. To the uh, east, yeah. yeah heading uh, towards the Atlantic, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah. And so, but... but Nor- the, Norfolk is where? Norfolk is... As, the, relates, to the, as relates to the Ch- Ch- Chesapeake. Okay, so Chesapeake is going to be more west than Norfolk. It, it would go from west to east, Chesapeake, Norfolk, and then all the way to the east is Virginia Beach. Okay, good. Um, yeah. Okay, oh, oh, so that's how it works. It's not a north and south thing. It's more east-west. Yeah. I mean, they're all spread across the seven cities, you know, like like Hampton, um, yeah, Cla- Suffolk, Cla- Norfolk, Chesapeake. Yeah, it's yeah, all Cla- spread across. No, no, call them out. Call them out cause I, I'm, oh. I'm, a, I'm a geography junkie, so okay, you said okay. seven cities. All right, so, so the seven cities, I yeah. think we got Newport News, Portsmith. Hold, hold up, hold up. You're going quick because I want okay. you know, my brain and I got to process it. I, gotcha. I ain't young no more, right? <laughs> So you got Portsmouth. Portsmouth, yep. Newport News. Newport News. You said Suffolk? Suffolk. Wait, wait, I never heard of Suffolk in Virginia. Su- Suffolk, Suffolk's like the more country part. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Because I know of Suffolk yeah, in Boston, but I mean in, in Massachusetts, but I don't know of a Suffolk. And I know of a Suffolk County in Long uh, Island. There's several. There's several. Suffolk yeah. County where I went, to, I went to school in Nassau County, Long Island. You know Long Island is mm. North, Nassau uh, and Suffolk on the, on, the, um, uh, on the non-New York City side. So Newport News, Portsmouth, yeah. Suffolk. Uh, Newport News, Portsmouth, Suffolk, Norfolk, of Norfolk, course. Norfolk, yeah. Um, you got Chesapeake. Chesapeake. Uh, Virginia Beach. Yeah. Okay. And Hampton. Hampton. Yeah. That, yeah. There we go. There we go. That, that's oh. a seven, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's cool. Man. That's yes, cool. Sir. Cool. So, were you studying communications? Uh, physics. F- Ooh, <laughs> Doctor Curran. Uh, maybe one day. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm glad to have you here. So, you went to gaming. You went to electronics, right? Yes, sir. Talk about that. Okay, so. I think first, uh, first I'll speak about gaming mm-hmm. um, and gaming, what what it means to me and then what mm-hmm. I think it could mean to the VI here. So yeah. gaming for me has always been an outlet. After I moved, I moved from the States. It's a long, long way for Virginia to here. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been a way that I connect with my friends. Um, yeah, a little bit more comfortable. I speak directly into the microphone. Sure. Ah, there we go. You can hear it, right? Yeah. You can hear mm-hmm. yourself, right? So yeah. um, gaming for me has been a way that like I stay connected with my friends after I moved far away mm-hmm. um, because I always played games with them when I lived in the States um, and so because I had a console and I brought it down here um, I was able to keep on playing with them and Brawlhalla which is a tournament that we're hosting in February is um, the game that we played the most um, and we had a lot of fun with yeah, Brawlhalla Brawlhalla yeah mm-hmm. you learn about this when? Um, I learned about well I've been playing games I mean Brawlhalla Brawlhalla itself? Yeah. 
Yeah. Mm, uh, that would have to be like my eighth grade year. So eighth, eighth grade. Yeah, eighth grade. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. And, and we got college students interested in Brawlhalla. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a um. It's 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 a game that spans across all platforms. I mean, mm-hmm. you can play on your phone, a PS4, Xbox, a computer. Um, and it's really easy to pick up. It's, mm-hmm. it's pretty simple. Yeah, so, so, so this, these are teams, or you play this game individually? Um, so you can play this game with up to eight people at the same time. Um, you can play online, of course, or you can play together in the same room. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could play as a team or as an individual. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is downtime. You're, you're, you're just chilling uh, at the university. And just playing a game? Just playing a game. Yeah, I mean, that's if you want. Some people, yeah. some people will, you know, with esports, you know, you can you practice the game and eventually make money for it. You go compete. You know something? Um, since you're there, I'm, I don't talk to you in, mm-hmm. in local vernacular now. No, I know you're a college student, but ever so often, I, I, I like to speak in my local twang, right? Of course. Talk to, tell the public why uh, e-gaming has, and this is just your opinion, not, mm-hmm. not, not, you know what I'm saying, why e-gaming has exploded over the last 10 to 15 years. For example... Every time, uh, and I'm a sports junkie, mm. every time a season starts, there's a new Madden. Like they said, Madden this, you know, unless a, 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 a season's about to start, there's a new version. Mm. What is it about e-gaming, number one, why it's exploding? And number two, talk about why um, you got to continue to upgrade because mm. um, software and all that yeah. stuff, they become obsolete overnight. Mm-hmm. So talk a little bit about that. I definitely talked to you about that. Yeah. So um, first of all, what is what is e-gaming yeah. and what is esports um, and why is it exploding? So mm-hmm. uh, we just recently, uh, the, the Empower team, we just recently went to Atlanta for the esports education summit. Hold on, what's the name of the team? Uh, Empower. Empower. Yeah, Empower that, VI. That mm-hmm. Empower VI. Mm-hmm. That's a UVI-based thing or that's uh, no, a that, Virgin that, Islands? No, that, that's, that's, that's a Virgin Islands gaming thing. Yeah, this is a Virgin Islands gaming thing. Okay, good. Yeah. Good, yeah. I just wanted um, the public to be the public know what yeah, we're talking mm-hmm. about. Know? So we went to the Esports Education Summit in Florida in December, um, and we got to meet uh, industry heads from almost every state. Um, that deal. So you doing college and done into business and all that well, stuff. Well, I mean, well, it's a it's a big thing. No, 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 no. I'm impressed. That's what I'm saying. I like that. You know what I'm saying? Well, I appreciate it. You went to the summit. Yeah, uh, and and this is about learning. Yeah, or, well, this, or this is about networking and learning. So the summit, the summit, I, I would say it have had three like facets to it. One mm. was networking, so mm. you got to meet all those different people who worked in all these different types of um esports uh roles. Um, and then one was about you know gaming education. So telling us how it's implemented in schools, how it impacts the use, which is a huge, a huge, huge factor for why we want to implement it here. And then the final part was a convention. Where we got to see an actual esports tournament happening happening in front of us, and all like the bells and whistles of that. There was tons of people there, like hundreds of people there. You could play games, you could um, test out new things, new technology, stuff like that. That's why that's why I'm talking about, man. So mm. congrats, yes sir. Uh, one of my listeners. Good morning. That's a smart and promising young man. Interviewed him on Redfield's show. A few years ago, when his team won the Junior Achievement Competition, uh, remember that? <laughs> yeah, 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 I do. Yeah, Marvin Pickering, Marvin Pickering, yeah, Mr. Pickering, Mr. Yeah. Pickering. That's mm-hmm. my guy. That's one of my mentors. Guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, wow, wow. So, um, so you did Junior Achievement? Yes, sir. The, the governor, the governor um, was a big supporter of Junior Achievement once upon a time, right? Yeah, well, I, probably I, still is, right? Mm-hmm. I love Junior Achievement. Yeah, uh, yeah. Anybody listening, I say go do that. Yeah. it's a lot of. Fun. A matter of fact, I made an appearance there. Uh, when I was the Senate president, I believe, or maybe been maybe I've been the term later, 
Um, a Saturday morning, you guys were at UVI, Junior mm-hmm. Achievement uh, yep. at the time, right? Junior Achievement is mostly high school, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, and I, and I did that, and I, I was impressed um, with the wealth of knowledge mm-hmm. um, um, there as well. Talk a little bit about college life. Okay. Um, you um, stayed home. Stayed, you, you, yeah. You, you, you could have gone to the, to the mainland if you wanted to, right? Yeah, I could have. I mean, well, I stayed... I went to St. Thomas at first. Um, in my first, in my first three semesters, I was on St. Thomas campus, and I had a great time. That's um, fall of twenty one. Yeah, mm, fall of twenty one. Spring, spring twenty two. Fall of twenty two. Fall of twenty two. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and then eventually, okay, I had to come back home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had to. <laughs> so spring of twenty twenty three. Yes, you came back home. I returned. Right, right. College uh, life is great. Um, what, what's the biggest difference between life in St. Thomas mm, and life on St. Croix? Oh, I'd say, I'd say, I really, I came back to St. Croix because I wanted to have more control over my pace of life. St. Oh. Thomas is fast. It, it's, it's real fast, and there's lots to do. It, um, is it really fast or just faster than St. Croix? It's okay. Yeah, that's true. It's relatively fast. It's, ah, it's relatively fast. See, that's why I like talking to college students. <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all got that, you know, that, got that lingo. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because context is key. Yes, right. Absolutely. Because. St. Thomas ain't fast. Mm-hmm. Mainland yeah, is fast. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> New York City is just fast. faster than how we do things yes. here on St. Mm-hmm. Croix. Right? So you like the more laid back thing on St. Croix. Uh, yeah, I love St. Croix. I love, I love, I mean, the way you can move and do You, you lived the first 14 years of your life on the mainland? Uh, yes, sir. So what was it like when you, when you, when you came to Paradise? When I first, when when I came, I first to came to St. Croix? Honestly. Par- par- paradise. Par- of course. Yeah. It was a hard, it was a hard um, switch for me, honestly, at first. Because my mom lives in the States. Okay. And so yeah, you know, I was leaving my mom, I was leaving my you, friends, and my family. No, no, no. You're entitled to be homesick mm-hmm. and, and, and miss moms. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, but uh, let me put it this way: the boys are supposed to protect moms. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's how it is. But, but grandma was here, right? Yes. Okay. And I, yeah, I mean, I grew to love it. I, I grew to like really love it and appreciate all the things that it had to offer and the amount of opportunity. Mm-hmm. Even I mean, there's tons of opportunity in the states. I mean, it's undeniable because of the amount of things that go on there. But here is somewhere where you can really take advantage of any any opportunity. So you got here in seven in eighteen or 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 right after seventeen. Yeah. Late seventeen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you so um you you never got to experience the Good Hope V Country Day. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> when they when they were separate. Yeah. I, I heard lots about it, but me, I never me, got to see me, it. Me, that's like forty years of rivalry mm-hmm. before uh, they, they merged, yeah. right? And that's mm-hmm. that was because the refinery closed down. The refinery mm-hmm. was really our. Our, our, the goose laying the golden egg on the private sector here for us. Mm. And when the refinery closed down in, in 2012, that impacted everything and they merged. This was, and we're glad that at least we still have, mm. you know, some semblance uh, of, of both schools, at least uh, in one one entity. So you graduate in 2021. 20, 2021. Mm. The COVID aspect, what was that like um, being uh, isolated and, and virtual learning? Um, virtual learning at Country how, Day. How long did it last for at Country Day? So, Personally, okay. Well, I, and Country Day it lasted less than two whole years. I think we finished. We finished that year, so it happened in the in January. Or I guess we went to lockdown like end of January. Yeah. Or, um, or, or, so y- y'all went to lockdown earlier than than than, than the government because yeah, well, we had, we had our first case in March of 2020. We because we had um we had a break that was scheduled and I, I if I remember correctly yes. it was like it was like middle of February we had a yeah, break yes. and then they just never brought us back they tell you don't come back yeah, yeah mm-hmm. don't, don't come back yeah you know I mean? <laughs> <laughs> want to play it safe yeah yeah but you know it's funny so, so, so you finished out that year virtually yes sir mm-hmm. and what about 
2020, 2021, your, your actual yeah, senior that was, year. Yeah, that was my senior year. Um, Country Day, they were really – so we were back in school physically, I think, at the beginning of that year. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. And then they are, they really worked with us. Um, As seniors, you know, we had lots of demands and things that we wanted to do. And they worked with us and helped us um, – they they let us do what we could, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, I worked hard to make sure that my class could have like all the rights possible mm-hmm. through COVID, and and some of my classmates too. Like we really wanted to make sure we could do all the things like have prom and whatnot. Yeah, and we did. Okay, that's good. That's good. That's good. Yeah, you always been outspoken. I was, I was, outspoken. I was I like that. Not, um, not cause I could see you now being if the if the school wanted to. To, to implement a policy, I could see you standing up and say, yo, what's up with that? You know what I'm saying? Why, I mean, why, why, why are you doing that? We, we can handle this. I mean, I definitely would. I've been in the SGA. I was in SGA in high school. I, I, I could have done sense it already. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Student Government Association, right? Yes, sir. SGA, right? Mm-hmm. So you're a part of that. Um, measuring in physics, graduating next year or the no, year after? I'm, I'm graduating the 2025. 2025. Actually, no, I'm 2026, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's a five-year deal, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you're looking at Staying in school, or you want to get in that workplace for a little bit and then go back to school? Um, I, I would figure that a master's or a doctorate, uh, the way you you know, you know, break things down here today, that um, a bachelor's not going to be enough. Well, I think, well, yeah. I mean, for a physics degree, generally, if you want to go into like an engineering field, you're going to need another degree. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not my plan after school. After I graduate, uh, I plan on pursuing, I guess, the... My career goes outside of school more. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, inter- I'm interested in a field in... I'm interested in the field of craft design, so like uh, ships, cars, stuff like that. And oh, eventually, yeah, yeah and eventually, yeah. I mean, my my dream job would be like spacecraft design. I mean, that's that's what I really spacecraft want to do. design. Mm-hmm. Wow! But, but I'll have to get the degree by then. Well, I, I had a friend here. He doesn't live anymore. His name is Lance Griffith. Mm-hmm. He, he's a, a aeronautical engineer. See. He was. He, um, they actually opened. He was working with VIGL, the casino down in Caravel. Mm-hmm. He did the same thing as well. So you know, so so that's big. You follow Formula One? Yes, sir. But not, I mean, not that much. I know, but I know, I know. I'm not. Yeah, you don't have to start. You're not a junkie like me. But um, the telemetry, telemetry is that like what what, what makes <laughs> them go fast? We're no, no. It's like where the driver is sitting in the cockpit, mm. and what he's seeing on his dashboard, they're seeing the same thing uh, in the pits. That's pretty right. Cool. So, so that, yeah. that, yeah. So, so that, so clearly, there's an antenna there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I carry that, that's forwarding the information. But that technical aspect of it, I'm sure that's what that, that's 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 the big stuff with spacecraft and all that stuff, right? Because yeah. when, when 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 we send all these gadgets to the, to the uh, uh-huh. up in the sky, we got folks in Houston and and NASA and and, yeah. and, and uh, everything in Florida, right? Mm-hmm. Got yep. Cape Canaveral, right? That's what mm-hmm. we're looking at. Uh, science, man, you got to trust the science, right? You yes, big on science. Yes, sir. That's what I'm talking about. We got uh, Marcus Curran here. We're going to talk a little bit more about the Brawlhalla Gaming Tournament. And then hopefully I get uh, the Commissioner of Tourism to join us um, at some point so we could talk a little bit about uh, the Governor's State of the Territory address on Monday. So we'll take a break and be back right after this.
opportunities at Bank of St. Croix. Bank of St. Croix offers CDs for education, homes, or vacations. Bank of St. Croix has two locations, one in Gallus Bay at 340-773-8500 and one in Peter's Rest at 340-713-8500. A penalty might be imposed for early withdrawal, new money only. Funds may not be transferred from existing Bank of St. Croix accounts to CDs. Rates subject to change at any time. Fees may reduce earnings and principal. www.bankofstcroix.com Member FDIC. He said that black smoke was constantly coming out of the burn pits 24-7. And my reaction to it was like, wow, that doesn't sound very safe. I wonder what that's about. And in my mind, I couldn't imagine at the time that type of system operating could potentially harm our service members. Journalism that seeks and reveals. That's On Point with me, Magna Chakrabarty. Weekdays at 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. How do we know words? How do we accumulate words? Writer Edna O'Brien. Are they there in us before we know them? She follows a quest many writers can understand. As if these words were the generators of some kind of magic. Authors, artists, sports, news, and maybe even some magic. Every Saturday on Weekend Edition from NPR News. Weekend Edition, Saturdays at 8 a.m. on WTJX FM 93.1. I'm Aisha Roscoe, host of Weekend Edition Sunday, where we're not just interested in what's going on in the world, but why it's happening and how. Details are important. So are different points of view. We're dedicated to bringing you the stories behind the big events and the small ones, too. Join us every Sunday morning for Weekend Edition from NPR News. Weekend Edition, Sundays at 8 a.m. on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. And we're back here at Analyze This, and I got um, the brilliant young mind, Mr. Marcus Curran uh, from UVA. He actually went in the opposite direction. He, he come from the States and came to the Virgin Islands. Normally, a, a lot of um, you know, my contemporaries, they, were, uh, they might have left here during high school to go to the States and then they stay in the States to go to college. We had the reverse here uh, with Marcus Curran. He's from, uh, uh, originally from now Virginia. And I'm make sure I wrote down the seven cities, right? So yes, Suffolk, sir. Norfolk, Newport News, Virginia Beach, Hampton, Portsmouth, and Chesapeake. Yes, sir. Right? That's mm-hmm. the seven, so we're good with that. So I see I learned something this morning. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a good thing, yeah. Yo, um, life at UVI. Talk a little bit about that. What, okay. what, what, what's it like at the Albertine campus here on St. Croix? All right. Live so, in the dorms? Oh, uh, yeah, I do. Yeah. Um, I was a resident assistant last semester. Okay. Um, life at UVI is great. We have a very... I, I appreciate life at UVI because we have a tight knit community. Um, mm. Yeah, man. cozy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you must be, and mm. it's it's small, but because of that, we're able to have pretty, um, pretty strong connections with each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're able to do things with your friends all the time. Yeah, Kira, uh, Kira was here um, last month. Kira. Yeah. Kira, oh, uh, Kira Edwards. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. She she was here last she month. She actually shout out to um yeah. the professor. Yeah, Dr. Yeah. Honore. Dr. Honore, yeah, Dr. Yeah, Honore yeah, and the Association yeah. of Black Journalists. Yeah, yeah. They're helping us with um, promoting the event. Yeah, man. Um, Dr. Honore has been very helpful, and we appreciate them. What's Thank the, what's the date well. for the event? The date, so it's February 10th. 
Uh, and then the time is from 12 p.m. to Saturday, February 10th. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, from 12 p.m. to 7 p.m. 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. So, seven hour gig. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, I mean, it's break, not like we're going to be... Break down how you, how you structure the tournament. So, okay, so a general gaming tournament, um, you'll have the action that goes on for, let's say, we'll do three or four rounds, and then we'll take a break. Um, what is Brawlhalla? Well, okay, so Brawlhalla is a 2D fighting game. Um, it's a, not a violent fighting game mm-hmm. where you have blood or anything like that. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's really more family-oriented. Um, it's really community oriented. It's meant to be played with a lot of people. Okay. Um, yeah, and it's really it's a, a very simple um, group play fighting game. Okay, so it's a group play fighting game. Yep. It's like it's like karate, but not kill karate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Precisely. Um, yeah. You can do you can do ranked matches one versus one, two versus two, or four versus four. Uh huh. Or you could do the eight, eight versus eight if you'd like. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. That, that that that's interesting. Now, you're into. Uh, Technology sure. and communication and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna give you an assignment, right? You familiar with this pipe that we have that runs right alongside St. Croix? Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. There, mm-hmm. there, there's this bandwidth. We got so much bandwidth in that pipe, right? And I'm sure you you, you understand the value of bandwidth because it allows for us to, to connect, right? That pipe, based on what we were told in 2005 had seven times the bandwidth of Silicon Valley. And you know Silicon Valley out there uh, in, in Northern California. Yes, sir. Where mm-hmm. all these tech companies and all that stuff, right? Mm. Uh, we're in the tech world right now. So there's, a, there's a, a guy over there who runs the Virgin Islands Next Generation Network. His name is Steven Adams. So uh, you talking about NGN? VINGN, mm, okay. right? VINGN, right? That was a, a John DeYoung, Governor John DeYoung creation. Uh, in the early part of the last decade, like 2011-ish. And um, that pipe, you know, just to give a little history, there was a company by the name of Global Crossing, right? And you can look this up on the internet and all that stuff. And we, we just so happened that that pipe would run right off the northwest shore of St. Croix. But it's been underutilized. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so my assignment to you is... Reach out to Stephen Adams. Mm-hmm. That's his name at, at the VINGN. Because I spoke with him last month, and he's gonna be he's supposed to be making an appearance on the show here, and and find out, you know, what's the dynamics involved with accessing the pipe, right? Because the last thing we want is for all that bandwidth to just stay there yeah. and not be maximized. Now mm-hmm. some people have access to it, right? But I think that given your interest in gaming and electronics and connectivity and all that stuff. Maybe if you learn a little bit more about that asset mm. and given that your brain looks like it goes like a million miles an hour, that there's something that could come about from that. All right? So, Absolutely. So check out the VINGN network. Ask to meet uh, Stephen Adams. Tell him you were referred to him by Neville James. Sure. And see what I could do, and see if we could get UVI and the students to play a part in helping us to maximize that that asset, that underperforming in some instances non-performing asset. Yes, sir. That we have over there, absolutely, uh, 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 on the northwest side uh, of of Saint Croix. So let's get back to uh, UVA, right? Mm-hmm. <coughs> it's a land grant institute. You familiar with that? A uh, land grant. Um, land grant. I 
believe so. It's something like we definitely heard, but I'm not. I don't even remember. Yeah, that's that's a terminology thing. Obviously, you know we're they refer to us as rural, but we're more yeah. we're, we're more tropical. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? We're island, right? Rural mm-hmm. is Oklahoma, mm-hmm. <laughs> deep deep country, right? We ain't you know we ain't we, ain't, we our, our thing is uh, is unique. Uh, we got we got a lot of potential uh, here in the Virgin Islands. Oh, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And we need folks like you uh, to play to play a part in that. So as a land grant institute, mm. that allows for us to be eligible for an additional amount of funding and all that stuff, mm. right? So um, do some research with respect to that as well. You know, we're, just, we're not just a university; we're a land grant institute, which allows for us in agriculture. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the issues that we're dealing with here, Mr. Curran, is we don't feed ourselves enough. Mm. We don't feed ourselves at all. You know, mm. we we import over 90% of what we consume. So, uh, I know you're into electronics and all that stuff. I mean, I, but that's definitely, that's a that's a prevalent issue. Um, and it's something that, I mean, we it needs to be addressed, but I know that there are, the agriculture department, they're not, they're not late and they're not doing nothing. Um, I think it just has to do with uh, a bit of a culture switch um, in ter- if we, if we want to really become that. We, we, we passed in uh, legislation to, to, to address uh Sustainable agriculture here in the Virgin Islands back in 2006. And one of the issues that um, we addressed <clears throat> was the fact that labor ain't cheap no more. You know what I'm saying? So you need the technology. You need the machinery and all that stuff. These are the things that we're going to be looking for for you guys to provide for your children and your grandchildren. That's just how you got to think. Visionary, right? Mm. So um, that technology thing, if we could... If if we could get the university to play a greater part in 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 helping our agriculture, not just department but industry, to take that next step so that we could feed ourselves, man. Because look, could you imagine our situation could have been even more dire with the pandemic? Because if we import in food, we prov- a lot of the provisioning takes place on cruise ships. Mm. They had no cruise ships running because people getting infected. Cruise ship industry took a big hit. You gotta feed yourself, man. So, so that's something I think the university could play a real big role as a yeah. land grant institute. You know what I mean? In helping us uh, address that issue, we need uh, young men and young women uh, at the UVI to play a part in that. I definitely see what you're saying. I wanna, I wanna also shout out the UVI um, agriculture. Um, just you got, you, yeah, got, you, got, you got, got new division, right? A new yeah, department mm-hmm, down yeah. there, right? A new, new, new department, new yeah, major. Yeah. Um, and those those students are very hard working. I have some friends who are in that yeah, program. That's cool, yeah, man. And, and we, the, I can definitely see that UVI has put a lot into that program, mm-hmm. and they're trying to. Um, encourage people to go that route because agriculture is big. Agriculture mm-hmm. can be very big here and very profitable. If you're like, if you're, it can be very profitable. Tell them, man. And, and our land is very, very fertile here mm-hmm. on St. Croix. You yep. see it any little rain that we turn green overnight. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, what about the RT Park? You got a relationship with the RT Park? RT Park. So, um, as as Empower VI, we, yeah. we are developing a relationship with RT Park. But yeah. um, as UVI, yes, um, we work with RT Park. Uh, the, the, sci- the science part, the science department, I believe, they got some classes. Um, in RT Park. In RT Park. That's yeah. where I, that's where I do my classes. That's, yeah. that's your doing classes, right? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, where, that's yeah, where I do yeah. my classes. Yeah, I believe I've seen you down there, no, because yep. I'm a mercenary for the RT Park. You know what I'm mm. saying? So yeah, so I, yeah. so I, I think, uh, and we do a show here every Monday, um, the table talk, and two of the members of the the table talk, um, former senators uh, Donald Cole mm. and, and Rocky Lebert, they along with uh, um, former Senator Adelbert Bryan and 
uh, Chucky Hansen and Alicia Chucky Hansen back in 2002. They were the ones that made sure that this RT part was developed. Mm-hmm. And if you're talking research and technology, that's what RT yeah. stands about. These are the things we got to talk about and incorporate the the the, the land grant mm. status or designation that we have. Makes sense, man. Yeah, you know? definitely. Yeah, so 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 look into that uh, as well. Now you part of the the student council, student body, student government. Yep, student government. Mm-hmm. How's that working out at UVA? Um, it's going great. Uh, I used to be on St. Thomas. I was the treasurer. Uh, okay, and on. Saint on Saint Croix, I'm mm. a senator. Oh, you're yep. senator. You're a senator. Mm. Yes, sir. <laughs> senator I like that. I like that. Uh, what, what's the biggest needs for UVI right now? The biggest needs for UVI as a right student, now? as a student and an SGA member, okay. SGA senator. As a student, um, we are. If somebody walk up now and say, "Look, man, I got twenty mil as an endowment." Uh, well, for for the University of Virgin Islands, ten mil for each campus. What's the need for the St. Croix Num- campus? Number one, number mm. one is AC in the dorms. I know <laughs> if I got any students listening right now, AC in number one. So that's an infrastructure <laughs> that, issue, that, right? That's something that they've been telling us about for a long. AC in the dorms, <laughs> number one. So I go open the window. So 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 this so this time of year is okay, right? Because it, it, yeah. it's, it's somewhat cool, but mm-hmm. that oppressive heat in the once fall. It, once it gets bad, it gets bad. Ah man. Yeah. And so I don't need AC. Yeah. Wow. I mean, okay. I won't say need. No, because I, I, got I, Senate, I, I got senators listening to the show right now, so, so I'm willing to bet they'll put in, they'll consider some type of special appropriation I mean, I mean, for infrastructure. You well, know what I'm saying? When y'all get there, I'll be there. I mean, let's <laughs> so you need AC in the dorms. Yes, what about St. Thomas? St. Thomas? I mean, St. Thomas has AC in some of the dorms, but you're talking yeah. about like anchors of something that they need? Yeah, infrastructure. Um, infrastructure-wise, honestly, they've been doing so much work um, on both campuses. Yeah. Do- Dr. Hall, his initiatives, like there's been building going on a lot. Mm-hmm. They're, they're doing so much. Um, if I could think of something, maybe okay. I I'd say direct to the cafeteria. Cafeteria. Um, and I and I have so much respect and love for every cafeteria worker at UVI mm-hmm. because they they work hard and you know they they put food on the table for us. They feed you. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, so yeah. I I would never be the one to say they don't do their job. I'm just saying that they could always use more support. Every okay. that, that's something that is a is a running trend for all of I mean UVI. They need some more, more support. If there was a building to be constructed mm. at UVI on okay. Saint Croix, on Saint Croix, what 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 kind what building you believe? We need to construct because I know okay. historically we've been looking at a multi-purpose center yeah. for UVA for the longest. That's mm. 10, 15, 20 years in a talk, but it hasn't happened. So, okay. So if, if there was a multi-purpose center, mm-hmm. I think you must have um, room for athletics. Um, we have no, no athletics teams here now. So, mm-hmm. I mean, a space for, you know, a basketball court, a volleyball court, something. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would say a music room. UVI St. Thomas has a really nice, well-developed music program. Mm-hmm. And I think we have lots of musical talent over here. Yeah. Even just on campus, we have several, several artists who, who make good music and, mm-hmm. and we don't have a music room. And so I would say um, athletics, a music room, mm-hmm. um, any type of... What about, what about our science facilities? Uh, well, we have the RT Park with the Tech Village coming up. Okay, um, and then we yeah, have yeah. we have research centers at UVI. But okay. All that stuff is still, I mean, yes, of course, because that can be utilized in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, anytime that we get new cutting-edge technologies... Oh, I would say broadcasting. Um, yes. Yeah, UV, yes. UVI broadcasting. There is the broadcasting on St. Thomas, but on St. Croix. Okay. Yeah. What we got? WUVI? Uh, we, it's... um. I don't, I don't, I don't remember exactly what yeah, it's called. Yeah, okay. Um, because it wasn't active when I was mm-hmm. there, but oh, it's okay. active now. It's active now. Yes. Okay, so then I got, I got work to do. So, um, Dr. Henry, if you're listening, uh, find out about the radio station, it's, uh, on UVI. There's a radio station over there. Yeah, on on UVI St. Thomas. UVI St. Thomas. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so if UVI St. Thomas, if I'm listening, 
Let me know what's going on. And I mean, I know we're a radio station as well, but y'all get preferential treatment because y'all y'all university. So just let me know and, and see what we could do with that. Let me ask you a question. <clears throat> um, when you go to UVA and you see the way they design the actual building on mm. St. Croix with... With, it's, it's like yeah. a, 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 it's really a, a, a beautiful internal design, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, when you stop and think of it, that's some that's some special engineering that took place no, there. It was, it was very nice. Yeah, and then they still got the water fountain. Uh, yeah, they uh, do. In, mm-hmm. in, in the middle of it and mm-hmm. all that stuff. So yeah, yeah. yeah so I that it only speaks to our our creativity, man. Yeah, I, yeah. I love it. Yeah. It was breathtaking when I first when I first came to the <laughs> Seriously? Campus. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, I, yeah, I was yeah, like, wow, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I am glad to hear that. You know what I'm saying? Setty more head. See we uh we uh we, we got a student here who, who understand uh their, their appreciation for engineering and also you know, speaking of engineering, mm. um we're going through this recovery. Um since um Herman Maria yeah. and um Adrian Williams. She is the director of uh, Office Disaster Recovery. And she said, um, our biggest needs in the Virgin Islands right now as it relates to recovery. She said this to me. Um, she was on my show within two weeks of us launching in April of, uh, late April of 2020. She said, we need 600 engineers or something like that. And we were short on that. He, he, no, that's a big number. Oh, that's a lot. You know what I'm saying? Um, there was a time when everybody wanted to be a doctor and a lawyer. But then now in this technological era we're in, computer programmers and engineers, yeah. you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So um, we got a school of engineering at UVI right now? Or yes, sir. We do? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's based on St. Well, Thomas? Or we you have a school of mathematics. A school of mathematics, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Right. So um, by the way, I just got a text message. UVI Radio was the original NPR in the mm. Virgin Islands. And I, you know, we're I, NPR I, I station, so, so yeah, that's yeah, what I'm saying. So, cool. so we learned, so I go, I go talk to the boss about that one. That's, that's awesome. Um, uh, as a student in this particular era, See. talk about fellow students looking at engineering mm. and computers and, and, and I mean, computer programming and math and all that stuff. Okay. And actually, I'm gonna tie this back to esports as well. Yeah. Um, it's a huge and growing industry every day. Um, every single things day. can become obsolete yeah. overnight. Mm-hmm. Things yeah. become obsolete overnight, especially yeah. with networking. Yeah. Um, I'm sure even with broadcasting, thing. I mean, things change. And with with um engineering, when new things are developed, when new technology is developed, the industry has to move with that because it's making everyone better. Um, and it's always something great to be involved in because when you, you learn about engineering, that's something that you'll have. And then as you keep on growing with it, even even if, you know, you learn engineering, you, you're not familiar with every tech, technology that's out there, your engineering basics and your skills can can carry you. We're talking with Marcus Curran, student at the University of Virgin Islands. Uh, they got the Brawlhalla Gaming Tournament coming up on Saturday, uh, February 10th, which is uh, three weeks from today. We'll take a break. Uh, come back and talk a little bit more um, with student current Senator Corinne from UVA. Be back right after this.
News happens all week, all around the world. If you want to understand what this French election is all about... Four candidates are running unopposed, and three of them met reporters Thursday. Whatever the outcome of today's elections, the secessionist genie is out of the bottle. News, analysis, perspective, music, books, and sports, too. Saturday on Weekend Edition from NPR News. Weekend Edition, Saturdays at 8 a.m. on WTJX-FM 93.1. The PBS NewsHour has a rich legacy of in-depth reporting and strong storytelling. Only four people have sat in that chair before us, and the enormity of this moment is not lost on me. People turn to us because they know they can hear from trusted sources of information and news. That won't change a bit, even as the faces behind the desk change. Good evening, I'm Jeff Bennett. And I'm Amna Nabaz. Weekdays at 7 p.m. on WTJX-TV, Channel 12. Sometimes you need a moment to just step back, relax, and listen to your favorite song. I'm Raina Duris, and on the next World Cafe, maybe I can help you find something new to love, or maybe remind you of something you've been missing. There's so much music out there to enjoy, so take a moment, take a breath, and tune in to World Cafe. Weekdays at 10 p.m. on WTJX-FM 93.1. The PBS NewsHour has a rich legacy of in-depth reporting and strong storytelling. Only four people have sat in that chair before us, and the enormity of this moment is not lost on me. People turn to us because they know they can hear from trusted sources of information and news. That won't change a bit, even as the faces behind the desk change. Good evening, I'm Jeff Bennett. And I'm Amna Nabaz. Weekdays at 7 p.m. on WTJX-TV, Channel 12. this and uh, I got Mr. Marcus Curran. He is a, a UVI student. Um, they got the Brawlhalla Gaming Tournament coming up uh, on February 10th. That's a 12 p.m. to 7 p.m. deal. But he's also a member of the student government. He's a senator. Uh, tell me about the structure of the student government. Why is that? Okay. Um, so in the yeah. student government, our current president on the St. Croix campus, uh, Dollar Abdallah. Mm-hmm. Um, we have him. We have Vice President Nadej Barger. Nadej Barber. We have Secretary, I believe it's Deshana De Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, if not, then it's Dean. How, how, how many senators are there? Um, we have eight. Eight senators. Yeah, two for each. Two for each grade. Two for each mm-hmm. class. Each class, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Grade, 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 grade. <laughs> yeah, we a little old. No, 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 no. Grade, right? Grade. I, I like the grade thing because it, it brings me back to when I was in school. That's the best years, right? Mm. So eight senators, a president, a vice president, and a secretary. Secretary treasurer or secretary? No, secretary. There's a treasurer as well. Uh, there's a treasurer as well. So, let's yeah. see, so that's 12 members over here on St. Croix or territory-wide? Um, that's over, over here on St. Croix. There's a whole other branch on St. Thomas. Oh, that's a whole branch. So mm-hmm. student government, well, well over 20 students then? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, that's good. That's good. By the way, 97.3 Buccaneer Radio, W. Oh, uh, okay. W. I was looking it up during the break, you know what I mean? So, All right. So give a shout out to Buccaneer Radio uh, over there. Hey, Terry T, Buccaneer Radio, man, 97.3. You know what I'm saying? So so we good uh, with that. Now, um, let's talk about the Virgin Islands, um, Marcus. Mm-hmm. 
uh, you live here now. You're one of us. You're a Christian, even though you're even though he's a Barney Yankee. He's, he's a Christian. He's one that we know. You know what I'm saying? Um, and you know we're going through this recovery. Um, what, what you want to see? The governor giving a state of the territory address on mm-hmm. Monday night. What you what you would want to hear in this address that would speak to a vision to take us to 2040? You know, you're you're 21, 20 years old, mm-hmm. right? Uh, 2040 is what 14, 16, 15, 16 years away. Uh, what would you want um, um, to hear uh, as it relates to our constant evolution okay. and and this this recovery, this prolonged recovery that we're dealing with right now? Okay. I guess so. Of course, you know I want to hear things that, that are going to contribute to the betterment of the territory. So for me, I think those things are going to be sustainability. That being with energy and with our resources. Um, solar is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, even uh, so, solar is big. But even just sustainability in terms of um, the prices of our gas and our groceries, mm-hmm. um, things like that. Uh, cost of living uh, is something that I'd love to see addressed because it's something that a lot of people complain about. As a young person in college. Yeah, I mean, it's not really, it, it's, it's, I, I can't say that I'm struggling because UVI provides lots of support, mm-hmm. but it doesn't make it easy either. Um, I would say that, I mean, the focus on developing our youth, um, focus on education, um, I think those are the biggest ones for me. So sustainability and energy and our resources, uh, focus on education. And I mean, when you improve those things, I think you would see that people are more willing to stay here. Because a lot of people, a big problem is the fact that people are leaving and don't want to stay here. But that's the brain drain. Hmm? That, that's that creates the brain drain. Mm. Good. Okay. Good. What a brilliant young man. Brilliant conversation. Makes me hopeful for our future. Bravo to you and this show. Thank you. So, makes me look good, man. I appreciate, <laughs> I appreciate that, it. Senator Kern. Right. And then uh, your boss. Uh, thanks so much, Neville. We definitely support your support for UVX students. That's not Dr. Anari. Oh, okay. Uh, of course, I got to do that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so she wants the name of the company, again, associated with the pipeline, V-I-N-G-N. That's the Virgin Islands Next Generation Network, mm-hmm. right? With Stephen uh, Adams. And, uh, Stephen Adams, okay. right? He, um, Senator Curran, they're taking all the notes on the phone. <laughs> Speaking of which, um, Senator, the libraries, man, what? We got oh get, we, yo, we got we. Oh. I'm a big proponent of libraries, yo. When we were growing up, we ain't had no cell phones, mm. so so now I'm speaking in the Yankee twang, right? We ain't had no cell phones, <laughs> so we so we had to, you know, we, we're looking for ways to kill time. We go into the library, and then we realize that it isn't just about reading, but mm. it it's discipline because in the library, everybody got respect each other, and and peace and tranquility and quiet while people focusing. Is big. Talk about UVI library and then talk about why our public libraries are so important from your perspective. Okay. Well, I love UVI library, um, both of them on both campuses. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my favorite between the two has to be the Overly Keen campus on St. Thomas. Yeah. Um, just because it's huge, it's beautiful, yeah. it's a really yeah. pretty library. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, I love libraries, I, and that's somewhere I grew up. There's a library right down the street from my house, my childhood home. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was always in there. Um, I love to read. Uh, and then here is no different. I frequented the Frederickstead Library just just for it to be closed yeah. every time. I went. I you Frederickstead down at Strand Street and West. Oh, or, oh, no, I'm tripping. No, I'm or, sorry. I'm sorry. Florence Williams, the Christian Center. Florence, the Florence Williams, the one that they've been working on. Yeah. yeah. And I, <laughs> yeah. I've been. Well, we had the, the commissioner of DPNR because libraries fall under 
mm. plant natural resources, and they're gonna do an opening in February. That's a that's awesome. I'm yeah. definitely gonna be there. But yeah, 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 I I'm a huge I'm a huge proponent of libraries. Um, I remember when I was younger, there used to be book buses that would come. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah the, mo- the mobile the mobile book the, mm. the mobile books right yeah. mobile libraries right. Yeah, yeah, okay, good. So now being that you're a Virgin Islander, I got I gotta correct you, right? Mm. It might it might. Seem like it's keen, but it's actually pronounced it's Ken. Ken, yeah. Ken. Like, so te- like, te- like Ken on ice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The A, the a is silent. So, te- yes, uh, Dr. Orville Ken. And he was once a, a UVI president, by the mm-hmm. way. So, mm-hmm. so he, uh, so remember that name, right? Yes, if he's one of us, you go song like us. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. <laughs> no, I just have it. So, I'm glad that, that you're a proponent uh, for our libraries. Now, <clears throat> like I said, Monday's a big day. The governor, uh, the governor gives his sixth. State of the territory address. You mentioned energy. Mm-hmm. Every first Friday of the month, I get um, our energy director, Kyle Fleming. He comes on and we do a power hour. And uh, so we had a great discussion last week. And we actually had the second energy office director, John Abramson, called in. And, you know, we were they were feeding each other information about history and all this, the history of energy here in the territory and all that stuff. We got all these natural elements, right? Mm-hmm. Solar, you mentioned solar. Yeah. But OTEC was something that we talked about as well. That's ocean thermal, mm. right? And apparently, um, John Abramson told us that we actually had a plan um, for OTEC development uh, over here on the North Shore. And for some reason, you know, we were Im- we've always been immune to change as a people here in the Virgin Islands, yeah. which is where I want this particular part of the conversation to go. There's nothing more constant in life than change and you can't ignore the fact that when we got young students like a Marcus Corinna Kira Edwards who are uh, getting educated um, want to be innovative and creative we can't have the Currens and the Edwards of the world stuck in a 20 in, in a 2000 or a 2010 mentality when we're looking at 2030 so how do you now, this is the question. How do you, if not force, by, if not by force, but just by osmosis, mm. get leadership to understand that while stability is good, change is natural? Mm, okay, well, I think when when you're facing, uh, I guess, a culture like we have here, mm-hmm. where change is not necessarily accepted all the time, um, I'd say show people the benefits, show them how it could benefit their every day, their day to day life, um, and how the change can be positive. Um, and you know, there's a better way. There's yeah. there's usually a better way because we're going through a recovery now, and one of the things that they're doing is we're doing a lot of underground, mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah. connectivity. Mm-hmm. Why? Because when hurricanes hit, yeah. they can't do damage on the ground. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So so it's little things like that. It might sound technical. But it's really logical. Yeah. It was more logical than it, and practical yeah. than it is technical. So that that's something that we 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 we've had a problem with over the years, uh, which leads me to our final discussion. You are senator now, but here's something I I have a I have a suggestion for you or some advice for you as someone who was a senator for twelve years uh, in the in the in the legislature. Don't let politics dominate anything y'all doing. You need structure. Mm. But once things get overly or excessively political, mm. that's when you get problems. Yeah. So as a as a student gov- gov- government senator, 
the next time I just sit down and I start to rap, you let them know, look, we're, we're this is a structural organization we have here, but I've been given some advice. Mm-hmm. Do not allow for the politics of what we're supposed to represent be dom- be the dominant characteristic of the Student Government Association. Yeah. Focus on um, making things better, right? I remember um, <coughs> Governor Mapp, I had a conversation with him back in the day, and he was talking about uh, Elmo Roebuck. Uh, when he got a chance to look up that name, he was a, a Senate president um, at least two or three times. And he said, uh, and Governor Mapp, in talking to us, he said, you know, we were sitting there, we formed this majority caucus, and everybody, everybody was talking about, well, I want this, I want that, and I want this. I'm a, and, and he said, uh, Elmer Roebuck, when, when, he, when he, he started speaking, he told them, but I hear it a lot about what I want and what I, why, what I should get. But at the end of the day, it's about what the people mm-hmm. are supposed to be getting. So in your case, at UVA, it should really be about, it should really be about what the students, the professors, mm-hmm. The support staff, uh, what the university needs, because you would want for a better UVA after you, when you walk that plank in twenty twenty five or twenty twenty six, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, that that would be my suggestion uh, to you. What what would you want your legacy to be as a student government uh, member there at, at UVA? When when your day is done and they say, well, um, and they call your name. Uh, from School of Physics, School of what's the School of Science? Just get, mm. School of Science. Um, Marcus Curran and everybody's cheering, and you walk up there, styling. You got your your gong and uh, <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean, and and all that stuff. Uh, what what would you want? Well, come June twenty twenty six. I think in terms of like my legacy, like the impact that I made, mm-hmm. I would love to have have made a legacy on um, the technology aspect, uh, and that being esports, gaming. Um, opening that up, opening UVI up to that to, mm-hmm. to several different entities, making connections so that we have students who discovered that, that new field after they come to UVI. I would love to have that impact because, I mean, it's, it's a huge, it's a huge field. It's a huge thing. And if somebody didn't know about it and they realized that they were really good at it and that was because of an influence that I had, mm-hmm. I would be happy about that. Okay, that's good. That's good. By the way, I mean, just down on me, the RT Park actually has some connectivity to that pipe that I told you about mm-hmm. at VINGN. So when you get when you when you one of these days when you head down there and you talk to uh, Mr. Peter Chapman, mm. the executive director, um, ask him about uh, how um, that whole structure. I'm a novice when it comes to that, you know. But I, I just know that this pipe exists, and and one of our problems has been getting that bandwidth access to that bandwidth mm. into the island so that. Uh, uh, companies uh, could benefit from yeah. that as well. Mr. Clarence, a, a pleasure to have you on. Thanks for the, yes, sir. the thanks for the geography. Absolutely. And uh, geography. Any, anything you want to say in closing? Cause we got a couple sure. minutes left. So I'll just I'll just round back. So we have yeah. our gaming tournament coming mm-hmm. February 10th. This is a brawl holla. Um, ages uh, 14 and up, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's uh, who who do we contact? So you can contact. Uh, you can contact myself um, at my cell or our team mm-hmm. um, at Empower VI. We're on Facebook. Um, on Facebook? Yes. Okay, yes, good. Yeah. Uh, you can pay virtually or at the door. Um, Empower VI is who? Empower VI, uh, we're, we're a small team working out, working out of the Virgin Islands, and we 
our goal is to develop the gaming community, the esports community mm -hmm. ecosystem, and we're starting from very small, and we want to grow it to as much as we can. Mm -hmm. Th mm -hmm. This conference that you went to, that's a national conference? Yes, sir. A national e-gaming conference? Yes, sir. Okay, good. And um, I want to say one more thing. Uh, for those who are not gamers, for those who have never heard of esports, uh, I, I encourage you to take just a small look into it because there's more to it than you might think. If you're into production, if you're into um, shoutcasting, which is something like you narrate the gameplay, if you're into gaming, if you're into technology, broadcasting, all mm -hmm. of that, they're facets of, of esports. And there's lots of opportunity for anyone, even if you're just like making flyers or you like organizing events, there's something for you here. So I encourage you to reach out. That's um, the one and only uh, Marcus Curran, originally from the uh, Virginia Beach or Norfolk? Norfolk. The Norfolk area uh, in, in uh, the Middle Atlantic. That's what they'll call it, Middle Atlantic. But uh, he's one that we know, a uh, graduate of the uh, Good Hope Country Day. Wait, wait, Falcons or Tigers? Uh, Country Day, we're... Well, oh because Good God. Hope was Falcons. We're Panthers. We're Panthers. Panthers. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay, good. Because Good Hope was Falcons and Country Day was Tigers. So yeah, now and then they, they combine. They yeah. combine. So now you're mm -hmm. Panthers. Okay. He's a, a graduate. I'm a buck now. <laughs> and he's a buccaneer right now. You know what I'm saying? He's a buck. You know what I'm saying? Uh, at, at, at UVI. And we're glad uh, to have him on here. And I want to thank uh, uh, Professor Honoré yes. uh, for hooking me up uh, once again. Kira, what happened, man? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, he laughing. Oh, Kira, Kira uh, she made a great appearance. Yeah, she's part of uh, the National Black uh, Journalists. Uh, yeah, the ABS. ABS, right? Um, Association of Black Journalists. Black Journalists, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she was here with us and made a great, great appearance uh, as well. And you know how we do it here, right? We big on uh, promoting education. I'm glad uh, Mr. Curran spoke about the need for our libraries. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad that uh, Commissioner Oriel um, is Pro library, we're dealing with um, contractors and all that stuff, getting our libraries open. Uh, and the St. John Library uh, is uh, is functioning, so uh, big for that. We're going to get the two libraries in St. Thomas and uh, two libraries on St. John. I mean, on St. Croix and St. Thomas uh, up to snuff, so we could get our aspects of Wallace Williams. You should be glad to know that um, that's going on. Don't forget to stay on top of the local news scene. By tuning into the WTJX news feed with Marcelina Ventura Douglas at 5 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the U.S. Virgin Islands. This is Neville James. Enjoy the weekend. Be back on Monday with a table talk. And then Tuesday, we're doing the remote thing from the Daily Deck, the day after the State of the Territory. Be good and be safe. The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters.